So what the heck is a vista? Is it a beautiful track of land, a pleasing view? Absolutely, but for us it's also so much more. VISTA stands for Volunteers in Service to America. Think the Peace Corps, but domestic. These wonderful individuals commit one year of their lives to national service. Sarah is our special VISTA, though, because she works as an NC Campus Compact Hunger Corps VISTA. Learn about the amazing work she has done this past year in the following episode. Hello, we are Lacey. And Kathy. And this is Against the Grain. You got that right. (laughs) So the goal of our podcast is to help our campus community and our greater community learn more about the CCG, the Collaborative for the Common Good, as well as our fine cast of characters and what they bring to the table and how to get involved. Today's podcast is Winget Movers and Shakers. So we are going to learn how various movers on shakers on our campus on Winget University are working to improve the lives of our students and faculty and staff through their amazing inward facing projects. But make no mistake, these projects also have an outward facing impact on our community. speaker today is Sarah Busby. We are excited to discuss her experience as a North Carolina Campus Combat Hunger Corps Vista. We nailed it. Before getting to the hard stuff though, let's start with some fun facts to help our listeners get to know you better. All right. My question is Mm -hmm. your favorite trilogy. Favorite trilogy... I guess I'll say Lord of the Rings. What? I thought it was Twilight. Well, it's technically a saga. It has four installations. Oh! Oh! Now that is attention to detail we love. We absolutely love. So tell us about the trilogy, not the saga. (laughs) Um, I guess my favorite would have to be Lord of the Rings just because it's such an an intricate fantasy world Mm. that Tolkien built, and it really brings you into it. I'm working on the books... I've seen the movies. <laughs> Hate to say it, I'm working through it, but the movies just draw you in and they just captivate you, bring you into the story. And oh. it's a wonderful process. Wonderful. Cool. Lacey, your question. All right. If you were stranded on a deserted island with three celebrities, <laughs> who would you pick and why? Oh, okay. All right. Um, Rihanna, because I feel like she'd be really fun. She'd keep us captivated the entire time. Um, I will say Chris Hemsworth. Mm. <laughs> Word. Uh, for obvious reasons. <laughs> and the third, I would say Gordon Ramsay, because we need someone to cook for us. Ooh, and also keep us in line at the same time. Interesting choice. Yes. I feel like you'd definitely survive until someone found you. That's true. I think if yeah. someone were to cook for me, I'd do Guy Fieri. Uh, he'd be a good one. Yeah. I think he'd be fun, too, but... Yeah. Anyway, but I like Gordon Ramsay. He will heat things up. Mm-hmm. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now down to brass tacks. So, winged movers and shakers, you've been moving and shaking around our campus for about a year now. That is true. So, what is your best memory from this Vista year? Well, there are so many great memories to choose from. It's hard to pick one favorite, um, but I would have to say that 
One of the most cherished memories I have is attending the Wingate University health events. Uh, we had one in January at East Elementary. We had one in February at Wingate Elementary. But it was so exciting to see all the community members come out and participate and look for advice. And it was great to see the different areas on campus, all the grad schools come together and kind of combine services and offer something really wonderful to the community. It was great to see it in action. It was so much fun. You did so much work educating our community for those events. Um, it was it was really fun to work with you. And I know our community loved all the nutritional tidbits that you uh, offered to them. Yes. So thank ha you. You're welcome. Happy to provide. In addition to working with the health and wellness van, you did quite a few amazing projects throughout your time here. So tell us a little bit about some of the projects that you've done and how those worked out. So I sort of feel like my year was divided into two different segments. The first sort of focused on health education and the second sort of moved towards um, developing a sort of food system and further establishing that food system in Union County. So the first part of the year, I worked with a local mentorship program, Men and Women in the Making, which is run by Hart for Monroe. They do a lot of things in elementary and middle schools, teaching kids life lessons, and I was able to incorporate some nutrition into that. Um, of course, the Health Bus events was another area for me to demonstrate my health and nutrition knowledge um, in coordination with all the different grad schools and all the different health resources in our county. Um, I also was able to work with Master Gardeners, who work under the Cooperative Extension in our county. We developed a after-school education program focusing on the integration of health and nutrition. And we were so excited to demonstrate this. And then COVID-19 hits. Aww. And that kind of <laughs> changed our plans. So it was at that point we switched into that second section of my service, which was establishing a food council, working with different community partners, um, including the Union County government and the Cooperative Extension once again. We also helped to form a food course, looking at all different things from nutrition to food systems to agriculture to what public entities in our area and nationwide, statewide, worldwide even are doing. And I think one of the things I loved about the work that you did, it wasn't always direct service. So you did a little bit of direct service. I remember some um, Bible camps, the very first day you got here. One of my memories oh, was yes. you showed up at <laughs> one of the food and faith Bible camps run by Hart for Monroe to get to know them a little better. And there was a goat involved and there was nutrition <laughs> and health and, uh, but you really focused your energy on building infrastructure. So your year is coming to a close mm -hmm. and it's very sad in July 20th, but you have left us with a lot of resources for the next VISTA to come in, but also the infrastructure helped us uh, address hunger. Mm -hmm. So being a hunger core, nutrition was for healthy eating, but also sustaining healthy eating through your lifetime, um, all the way to community gardening, food councils that advocate for local food. So you brought a lot of infrastructure to our university campus and, and greater community. So 
that was really neat how you, I remember your first day you came in and told me about infrastructure versus direct service. So I love that lesson because I think infrastructure is more of a sustainable model for the work that the VISTA does. So That's true. Yeah. And one of the components of being a VISTA is that you, in a sense, work yourself out of a job. So you create capacity, you create these programs, you develop things further. So when you eventually, sadly, move away, you leave something behind that will be sustained and implemented and maybe even further developed, but that community can take it and make it their own and use it for years and years and years to come. So tell us more about the Union County Community Grant. How is getting that grant part of the infrastructure that you were telling us about? So acquiring that grant, which was so amazing, opened up so many avenues for us, it's helping us sort of develop our garden space into something further. So Winget University already has a community garden, um, and I know it's had a long storied history, and it is where it is <laughs> yes. now, and it's there to stay. Woo! Yes. <laughs> Three, third time's the charm. Third time's the charm. But we now have a little bit of a grant that will help us further develop the garden and make it not only something that's great for improving fruit, food security in Eastern Union County, but it will also be sort of a gathering space. And I know that is a little sneak peek of a project that's to come in the future, but for right now, we were able to use this grant to purchase some picnic tables, develop a and build a food pantry where people will come get food that's going to be stocked directly from our community garden. Uh, we're also going to be able to put in signs that make exploring the garden an interactive experience. Um, and part of that grant was actually working with the Master Gardeners to develop that after school program. But it's all, hopefully, once everything sort of returns to normal, it will all integrate and come back together and become a space where people can sit down next to each other without fear of contracting any virus but <laughs> the tables will certainly be six feet apart for any of our administrative listeners absolutely um, and we have one very special table out there absolutely and we will be doing a podcast hopefully with um, mary may from the business department um, because the turquoise table has a long history of building table fellowships in the communities that these turquoise tables are in all across the united states so uh, stay tuned for that podcast because everybody loves Mary May. Everyone, Mrs. Mary May. Um, but tell us a little bit about when COVID hit, what did you do to be able to give some of that grant to the Student Relief Fund? Absolutely. So I know COVID-19 kind of blindsided everyone. CCG was no exception to that. And I know the students especially were sort of left with some questions. Um, so we had the opportunity in conjunction with Ms. Amy Jackson, we were able to donate half of our grants to those students so that they could have a little bit of security, have those methods of going home and securing their items and finding a way to safely return to their loved, one, loved ones while keeping themselves safe as well. Yes, and uh, Amy Grant, Amy Grant, <laughs> Amy Grant, uh, Amy Jackson um, was able to talk to the, the grant providers, the Uni County uh, Community Grant team, and they agreed. Uh, so we were able to, on a shoestring, do what we needed to do with the grant and then um, offer the other half to the Student Relief Fund. So mm -hmm. I thought that was a really wonderful part of the story that people needed to hear. Yes. 
So you had mentioned one of the unique things about being a Vista is that you actually work yourself out of a job. So tell us a little bit more about the skills that you've learned, though, and the things that you do get to take with you to help you on your next journey. Well, working in the collaborative has really kind of broadened my visions about what it truly means to work collaboratively. I've done a number of group projects over the years, high school and college group projects that no one ever really talks about. But working in the collaborative is extremely different because those group tasks are truly enriching and you truly accomplish what you set out to accomplish while working with others. And that's been an amazing, incredible experience. Mm -hmm. um, and also in sort of in coordination with the last question, um, we've learned a lot about adaptability. So mm -hmm. the fact that we were able to contribute part of that community grant to the students, we've learned a lot about thinking on our feet and moving quickly. Um, I know I definitely have, and it's been one of my favorite things that I've taken away from this entire process. Uh, I've also learned a number of hard skills. I can now truly say that I am proficient in Microsoft Word. I've <laughs> learned about features that I didn't even know existed. Um, and then also working with Qualtrics over the last couple of months, I've learned a lot of things from that. Um, I guess uh, the final thing I should mention, and that's coming directly from Kathy Wright, is the ability to coordinate a meeting, lead a meeting effectively, and sort of pass along my knowledge in the most effective way possible. That's mm -hmm. been an interesting process, but definitely a rewarding one. Definitely one that would be useful in the future. Aww. Aww. I have tears. You can't see them, but I have tears. Aww. So one of, the, one of the books, and I can't claim to, to be an expert at it, but one book that you want to take a look at is called The Art of Gathering. So how do you create an environment, whether it's a meeting or a table fellowship, where you get the most out of it. So that's um, that's where we kind of learn together um, how to run meetings together. So wonderful, but thank you. I do have tears. Aww. It's probably allergies, but you know. <laughs> that's it, I'm allergies. in the South. It's definitely south. not COVID. No, Disclaimer. No. Yes, and we have all our masks, so uh, we're, now, we're good. who wrote The Art of Gathering? Thank you for putting me on the spot. I will Google it <laughs> at this moment. I can draw you the cover page. It is Ooh. absolutely beautiful. And as I'm speaking, um, I am typing <laughs> by Priya Parker. Perfect. So how we meet and why it matters. Excellent. Alright, now that we've learned all your amazing skills that you're taking with you, what are your next steps? Where can you go from here as a VISTA? VISTAs can basically go wherever they want, uh, wherever we'll take a VISTA. Uh, <laughs> for me, personally, I'm looking at positions in the public health field. It's been my passion for a long time. That's what drew me to be a hunger core VISTA in the first place. Um, but I would like to sort of take my skills and sort of try to enter a new public health concentration, so to speak. I'd like to take a look at contact tracing jobs, specifically in regards to coronavirus, but it's where you find people who may have been infected or have been infected and sort of trace where they've been, where they've gone, where they could be going next. And it's a way to sort of protect the community in a new and different way, but I've had lots of experience with learning about how food security, food insecurity impacts the community. So I'll get to learn just one new way of how, you know, we're all sort of integrated together. 
yeah. and what I can do to help bolster a community. And I think you will definitely have to think on your feet, be agile, flexible. 100%. <laughs> yes, definitely. Now, I think VISTAs usually have a stipend at the end, or tell, tell our listeners a little bit about that. Sure. It is one of the, in my opinion, coolest perks of being a VISTA. <laughs> you get an education award at the end. You could also choose a cash stipend, but I have student loans, so the education award just spoke to my soul. So it will go towards chipping down that increasing number, slowly increasing number, but it helps a lot with, you know, peace of mind for once this is over, you know how to grow as a human and, you know, become an adult, so to speak. So become an adult. Do we have to, do we have to do that? I'm not sure. I say nay. (laughs) I say nay, nay. Part of the CCG is not only being a member of this collaborative team, but it is working with this amazing group of strong and funny and weird people to just make Union County, including Wingate University, but Eastern Union County as as good as we can, right? Doing things for the social, the economic, and the um, environmental impacts of things, ecological impact. So for you as a VISTA, how do you see CCG and how do you fit into our collaborative team? Well, let me speak a little bit about sort of my understanding of the CCG. I sort of see it as the outreach portion of Wingate University because we're working with community partners, we're working with students, we're incorporating all these different aspects of Eastern Union County and even Union County as a whole and integrating them and forming them into one almost cohesive group. And it's been amazing to witness so far. So sort of where I see myself in the CCG is even though I am technically a temporary position, you know, I was here for a year, kind of knew that all along. I see Kathy starting to tear up in the corner. (laughs) But you will always be family. Exactly. So so Lacey's making me say this. 100%. uh, This was the analogy I said, you're always a part of the CCG, whether you're in the building or not, kind of like if you step in something, it stays with you all day. All day yes. for your lifetime of your shoes. Um, so you are you are part of our family. You always yes. will be. And yes. even though I have a fancy title that's, you know, however many characters long. 75. I, 75 characters Probably. long. Okay. I may be over-exaggerating only by two. It, does, it did take me a while to memorize. North Carolina Campus Compact Hunger Corps Vista! Yes. yes. I got it. It is a process. But even with that grand title... I always consider myself a member of the collaborative for the common good. So you definitely fit right into the family. You know. You were here with us from the very start. You are part of this. 100%. You can add CCG wizardess after your title. Yes. Oh, definitely. Formal title? Yes. All right. We'll make business cards. So if someone wanted to join our family, to join this crazy cast of characters, um, how, how... what would, what would you offer them as advice, or how do you think they should go about doing this? The best piece of advice I can give is to have an open mind with what you want to do. You can have a very clear vision of what you want to accomplish, but at the heart and soul of the CCG, it's a collaborative process. And you're going to meet people who think differently than you and have these grand ideas and 
what you have, what you want to start with is going to grow into something amazing beyond anything you've ever even dreamed of. And it's a beautiful process to see it play out. And it's wonderful to watch that payoff come out in the end. Mm -hmm. But that would be my number one piece of advice. Keep an open mind, keep an open heart. And just be prepared for what happens. <laughs> be pre- I love that. We're ending with be prepared. I was going to say, we need the Lion King soundtrack. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> yes. Well, thank you for being with us today. We really appreciate it. We're, we're sad, but we're very happy for you that you have a great trajectory um, and come back and visit us. Of course. Absolutely. And we're going to mom you from afar. So we'll keep you posted on all of these amazing infrastructures that you've built We'll keep you posted on how all of our benefits for Union County are working out. Absolutely. You can bet on visits in the future. 100%. Yes. Cool, 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 cool. cool. for our podcast. Lacey, what do you think? Well, I definitely know we're going to have some really great visits coming up from a few of our... Are we going to keep them a secret? Oh, we could. How about some hints? All right. So we have some guests coming to involve their work as movers and shakers. Hint, hint. We're also going to learn from one of our fantastic coordinators, which one of us you have to guess. I don't know which one. <laughs> I can't remember which one is coming up, but that's okay. I don't need to know at this moment in time. It's and that's secret. what, hey, I'm, I'm taking the advice of our brilliant Vista. You know, take it, keep an open mind and take it as it comes. Be prepared. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> we'll also then hear uh, from two pretty amazing women, movers and shakers, that are working with other women to do some empowering fantastic work. I said work a lot. Sorry, y'all. And then finally, uh, one of our favorite doctors of adventure will be coming in to visit. (gasps) So stay tuned for more exciting Against the Grain episodes where we focus on sowing the seeds of change in Eastern Union County. Bye!